literally all they're doing is they're putting, I think it's mid-journey. They're putting those those prompts into mid-journey, throwing out the photos. And literally all that people are doing is they're taking those images, putting them into a slideshow basically and uploading it and they're raking the views and the subs in. The younger generation, they've just been given that and it's easier to use. You're not appreciate to have it actually to stop being done created for yourself but you know how comforting it will be in like eight years time when you've got sitting down with a doctor and you're going did you write your thesis or did <laughs> AI yeah. write yeah hello and welcome to minecraft lab where we delve into all things minecraft and explore the exciting world of minecraft content creation from building and designing tips to the latest Minecraft updates and news, we cover it all. Join us as we chat with some of the top Minecraft creators in the community and learn about their experiences and insights. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, there's something for everyone on our show. So grab your pickaxe and let's get started on our journey into the blocky world of Minecraft. Minor, that is a very impressive little introduction that you've done there. I'm very impressed. Uh, yeah, about that. I had chat GPT <laughs> write that script for me. I had an AI. I had an AI write that script for me because I'm terrible at writing. <laughs> well, how fitting. Yes, how fitting. <laughs> and finally, we have an introduction. Yeah, but it's a bit long. <laughs> but uh, would you like to tell people why you have done this, Minor? Well, really, AI or uh, Chat GPT or Midjourney or things like that, uh, AI content creation is all the rage right now, and it's controversial. And we like to talk about slightly controversial things. Uh, we've got uh, a guest here with us today. A, I guess he's one of those top Minecraft content creators in the community so let's just do the introductions i am minor thoughts we've got the woodman from down under and <laughs> indeed the troj and with us today is blind cubsy hello how are you doing doing great blind cubsy thank you for joining us no pleasure to be as always all of two minutes before the live uh, before this recording went to air cubsy what are you doing and he goes just editing why do you need a hand i said do you want to be on the podcast? And he goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> he has no idea what yeah. we're talking about. I actually managed to do some research already, which should be helpful. We'll see. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Good, good job. I'm discovering, I'm discovering things every day about uh, AI, and uh, I'm just kind of toying around with it. Uh, there's many opinions around using AI for content creation, so we're going to delve into that today. It's definitely something that, if you're on Twitter, you definitely see a lot of the comments coming up. And I'm noticing mm -hmm. in my YouTube feed that there's a lot of um, like uh, videos of Family Guy as a 1970s sitcom. And you click on oh, it. Oh, you've seen that. And it's like AI-generated images. So it's definitely pushing its way into the content sphere. Um, and yes, you're right. On Twitter, opinions are very divided on it all. You've got the it's everywhere, I would say, because you're going through TikToks, Twitters, everywhere you can find that they're trying to advertise and everything based with AI, which is, I think it's something that they will be going in the future. You know, we will need the players if everything will play itself. But I don't know if you actually not. I actually done the research on that. Do you know there's actually they created artificial intelligence that learn to play Minecraft by been watching 70,000 of hours of YouTube uh, videos. And it came to the point that now you can even craft it, you know, create it, you know, is it I can go and play, create a crafting table, craft like diamond uh, armors and stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. So at what point scary. then do we as content creators go, take it yeah. away computers. <laughs> no one needs us anymore. Yeah. I, I, I see the community is divided <laughs> on that. Um, I, I've seen both sides. Uh, people, there's comments on Twitter that I've seen. Well, it's just it, it's it's for uh, it's for lazy people. They just you know they said write me a write me a script and it writes writes a script uh, uh, or draw me a thumbnail and it draws a thumbnail. Uh, so there is 
uh, that side of people that say it's just lazy man's tools. Uh, here's here's my thoughts on it. I think it is a tool, and it is not true. I feel it's not true. Our artificial intelligence yet because it uh, you still have to give it a prompt. You the the idea still has to come from your head. Uh, the more detailed a prompt you give it, the better the result. So it is still far from being true artificial intelligence. Now, when it gets to the point to where you don't have to prompt it at all and it's just spitting out content for you, it's like, you know, you put it to work and say, okay, write or give me give me 10 good videos. And it, it just puts it out, you know, no problem. And they, they trend or they uh, go viral then that's when we should be scared. Well, it's sort of technically sort of pushing into there now with like those, you know, Transformers as a 1980s sci-fi, whatever. Because literally all they're doing is they're putting, I think it's mid-journey. They're putting those those prompts into mid-journey and throwing out the photos. And literally all that people are doing is they're taking those images, putting them into a slideshow basically and uploading it and they're raking the views and the subs in. So it's technically sort of already heading that way. Right, yeah, but and... I think it's with many things. It's like you said, minor before. A lot of stuff we use in every single time, and I, I'm a, a kind of example. Which thanks to Troge, I actually was looking for one of the AI uh, software before to transfer speech into text recently, which Troge helped me with. Which, in a way, I think what we need to establish here: what's exactly where is the line, fine line between actual software that doing job for you and actual AI who's doing the job without you having to do anything in it. Because obviously it's a difference between what you said, something that will create to do it automatically without any knowledge of yourself or mm-hmm. there's something. Well, then even if the software that we've been using to transfer speech to text is actually AI because it's recognizing your voice or is it just a software because you still have to perform, you have to put it there, this to be done. And where is that fine line and to establish what's actually... Uh, what's actually difference there? What difference in it? That's a really fair right. point. Like I know, like with this podcast, when I edit it, I use a let's call it an AI program that will actually go through the footage or the the sound, and it will cut out all the pauses and a lot of the ums and ers and ahs. It'll it'll do that automatically. Is that AI? As basically Cubs you're saying, or is it just a program that's been trained that if it hears that particular sound or there's silence, just to cut it out? Exactly, because mm-hmm. at the end of that, it's kind of like it, you could argue a lot there because you could say, no, it's not making their own decisions because it's just been trained. I love the word that you used there. It's been trained to do that specific to, to the task, which obviously it cannot do anything else a part of that. Do we want to start creating some sort of midterm saying it's a semi-AI or something like that, that it actually, yeah, it does it because it's doing it on its own behalf, finding the gaps, but at the same time, it's trained to do that and it's just one... It's like a robot more than actual AI. Right. Uh, There's actually a term for it. It's called machine learning. And machine learning is still AI. And the thing thing people need to realize about uh, these AIs, it's pulling from content or uh, it's not going back to the beginning of YouTube or content. It's only pulling from, uh, I think some of them said, like for chat GPT, it's pulling from just two years back. Uh, but as years go on and people start using this more and more, the machine learning uh, will learn more and it'll be able to give better results. Uh, so we'll get smarter and smarter, but it's still learning at this point. I threw just out of curiosity when you were, you know, obviously I, I played up a bit for our intro there before, but you told me that you were doing that. And so when you told me what the program was, I went and I had to play with it today. And I, I asked it a question. I asked it, give me a viral, what did I write? Give me a viral Minecraft video idea. Spat one out. And I sat there and went, give me another. And I did it 10 times, probably about seven of them. I went, yeah, but three of them were actually pretty good ideas. And they weren't like any of the trending things. They weren't hardcore. They weren't um, one chunk or anything like that. That seemed to be going you know, the current trends, you just sort of sit there and go, that's actually got potential. So where did it pull that info from? It, right. And I did something similar. 
Um, I got curious about uh, can it do redstone? Can AI do redstone? And I I thought about if you're watching this, don't steal my idea. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you'd be see the thing is, is be it'd be like a tutorial, and I would be like, I don't like tutorials. Uh, but no, I asked AI, a chat GPT, I said, just a simple sentence saying, design a tutorial for a Minecraft sorting system using Redstone. And gave me a very detailed uh, uh, script or whatever. And But the, the problem with it I saw is it's only pulling from what it knows about Redstone and they used a lot, a lot, a lot of hoppers. I'm like, wow, the lag. But would it work? Yeah, in in a way it would. But um, I, I've used it. I, I um, the things that I'm doing on Interrealms with the Adventures Guild, I uh, asked it to write me a script for a video, and it it came up with. I shared that with you, Troj, and uh, it came up with that. Um, I used it to, you know, I'm just kind of dabbling around with it. I used it to write the lore for the Interrealms clans and gave it a couple things, you know, said there's an ocean clan, cliffs clan, caves clan. And oh my gosh, it's pretty spot on from the beginning of the season. You know, there's a couple of little differences, but I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so if it can do something like this, then I know uh, British Weirdo on Twitter is all over this to the point of saying he will never use it in any way, any sort of AI. It's completely against everything in every facet. Where is the line though? How far, like what you were just describing, Miner, how far have we gone already down the path of it going, we don't need to think for ourselves anymore. We're just going to go to this thing, type in what it says, oh, there's a video idea and we go make it. You know, I think it will have limits at the end of the day. I know there's two different ways. And this is what my problem is, because I'm not like I'm against it because I will use it myself. But I've got this problem of, and that's what I said before, where is the line? Where is the line of, is it actually an artificial intelligence or is it just the software that we use? And because at the end of the day, even what you're saying, yes, you're right. You have to think even with Redstone, Redstone you have to use some of the skills and need to do research itself to find out how to do this, to do it yourself, which yeah, it's there. But as soon as the task is finished, that's all. You still the operator of that, which it's kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm finding it a little bit bizarre and like fine line, which that's why maybe I've never been like into the artificial intelligence my, myself. Um, and, you know, with a line, I, I, I believe that we always have to be someone creative there to make that call, that push. Like you said, you you have to ask to do this. You have to you have to come with initial ideas, and then you just technically get in solution in a way. If someone was to come along, say like a Stevie or whatever, whatever Steve or whatever it is, minor, yeah, that that channel, mm -hmm. right, and just is very content to take ideas, upload them as their own, and get mil literally millions of subs. Is it a problem then with someone that has no creative flair? comes along, grabs this and goes, there's an idea, goes, builds what, the, does exactly what the script says, goes to another program and says, spit me out a thumbnail, gets a thumbnail and goes and gets a couple of thousand. Is it fair? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, 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 I agree with you. There's not, I, it's not fair because in the same, but it is and it's not. Yes. Because from one point of view, you get in someone who have, who might not have any talents whatsoever. He might just, use that tools to to get them somewhere when you've got a thousand of people who are actually talented and and trying their best doing everything themselves it actually doesn't work because they're not hitting that that spot bang on that the ai will actually spot it but from other point of view who is actually deserved more the persons who is clever enough to use the tools that they are around there or the person who just trying to grind so much but not missing the point by trying to find the sweet spot there. Right. And then you need to establish who actually deserved. If that's it, is it right? If it's not right, I think you can look on, the, on, the, on this from both sides as it being right. From British Weirdo's perspective of like just a hardline no to everything, I think that is too far. 
because just saying literally that there's no to any sort of AI, things like this editing software that I use that helps me do this has cut down the editing of a podcast from like four hours down to an hour. So saying that there's no use to any sort of AI program, I think is, sorry if you're listening to this British video, I think it's a foolish comment because at some stage, everyone's going to give it a go and go, oh, this has saved time on the workflow. Well, like with Cubsy, when you were um, saying, how do you do the text stuff so quick, the speech to text, you know, how much time did that save? So yeah, of course. things like that, I don't see a problem with it. I guess what I feel is for like artists, as an example, you know, you've got those mm-hmm. programs, the AIs out there at the moment that are making artwork out of keywords. And some of those artworks are fantastic. Now, whether they're just pulling different elements from already existing artworks and whacking them together, I don't know how it works. I'm not an artist. Maybe Cubsy, Cubsy is, so maybe he has a thought. Um, but, you know, some of those artworks that, get, that come out from those AI programs, they are absolutely stunning. They are fantastic. Right. And the thing with those, like Midjourney, uh, I think is the one that's being used the most, is you you have to give it, to get those fantastic uh, art pieces, you have to do very detailed prompts. And then you may have to go through hundreds and hundreds of iterations, you know, tweaking things here and there to get the final result. So there is some work involved. It's not like I give it a couple things and words and it uh, does everything. Or uh, I've, I've tried messing around with the, the different art AIs, trying to get, uh, you know, like an avatar, you know, avatar suggestions. Uh, and it just doesn't quite give me what I want. And I don't know if it's because I'm not given a, a detailed enough description or if I should use maybe some of the existing art that I already have, uh, things that I've created that I can plug in to have it expand on. But again, I still see these things as sources of inspiration that it's not, you know, it's a, it's a tool. And the tools we get just keep getting, getting better and better. And, you know, for someone to say that I'll never use AI, they're using AI right now. Uh, be, even before all this came out, uh, the all AI is is complex algorithms. Uh, if you're on YouTube, if you're making YouTube um, videos, you're dealing with those algorithms, uh, and it just uh, things are just getting exponentially better and better each day as people use these. Yeah, I completely agree. Obviously, coming back first to the, the, the art things. The problem is that uh, I think it's a fantastic thing. And I, I completely agree with you, Miner. It's The problem is when you go into any sort of like short shorts or TikTok videos and stuff like this, when you go into and you've seen people just to type in a couple of words and then there's like beautiful picture popping up, it's impossible. You have to get this. But obviously, this is kind of like how you attract people to get to use it. But there's a two, in my opinion, because I've experienced this myself, because I've seen it, I was like, let's give it a go. I did it in the first go, and I was like, this is pretty bad. But then, you're mm-hmm. right, if you, the, the AI is a tool, it's a powerful tool if you know how to use it. And again, you're completely right. If people are thinking to turn around saying, it's like, no, I'm completely against, I'm not using this, that's wrong. That's not true because you're using it every single time. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're playing a game, whatever you, you're using your software to, to edit and stuff, it's everywhere. In a small, bigger, or the, the tiny bit, simple things, even in the games. We play in Minecraft all the time. Even simple creatures like villagers, they do have to get installed some sort of AI that they know what to do, how to act. It's a day, it's a night. They need to know how to do it, where to run, where is it. You know, it is software installed in them and they behave it. But it's sort of AI in there. And this is the thing. The different versions or would say levels of AI are everywhere around us in the software we use and whatever we use in the in the phones, in the algorithm of YouTube, on it's everywhere, and it's impossible to not use it. If you have to, if you want to actually not use it and not be a part of it, you would completely have to cut yourself off from the whole technology. Right. And oh, speaking of uh, villagers in Minecraft, there are people trying to get Chat GPT to uh, write a script for minecraft that you can carry on conversations with villagers <laughs> intelligent conversations wow 
you can almost already do that with some of the mods out there, <clears throat> like with the um, role-playing NPCs and that. But it, it obviously it follows a very structured tree layout, basically, you know, of yes, mm-hmm. no, blah, blah, blah. So you can sort of do stuff like that. But I, th- I guess sort of bringing it back to the content creation sphere, that's probably where people like British Weirdo, I think, are having probably the greatest problems with it, is feeling like it's taking the creativeness away, being a content creator like giving people the ability to not flex their creative muscle. I guess my argument to that is you've always had that anyway. You know, you've got people that come along and take schematics and pass them off as, hey, I've built this myself sort of thing. Same thing. They're not creative. They just take a build, change it a little bit, say, hey, it's mine and take the pats on the back, as I've been very vocal about in the past on on this podcast about that sort of stuff. So I guess it's always been prevalent um, that you're always going to have those people that aren't naturally creative trying to be creative or pass them off as creative um right and i sort of tend I, to agree these are just tools and they're I, not going to go away i did make one comment um on twitter uh in this discussion artists are worried they're w- worried and they have a right to be uh that people can use these these things and pass them off as uh well these are original works for me i made the comment that um We've got the pictures that you take on your phone, right? They've got metadata. They can, uh, if you've got it turned on, it'll tell you, you know, date, time, location, uh, you know, things like that. Why couldn't you just embed something within images that are generated through AI, mid-journey, whatever? Uh, and it might be something that becomes a rule that it's like a watermark. So when someone goes to view this or use this, it'll say created by AI. Uh, you know, in that way, they couldn't pass it off as, you know, this was totally drawn by me. But um, is there an know. argument, though, that if I come along and I know how to use the AI better than Bob and I know how to get it to make a creative picture that looks better than what Bob can do, does that not make it? my picture because I was able to use that tool to create that picture better than anybody else. In a way, yeah. And I'm saying that from point of view of person creating quite a lot of art myself and quite a lot of my art. And to be fair, if one of you were turn around to me today or tomorrow and said that, look, look at that, you've done this and I've done this literally within five minutes working on my AI, I'll be like, kudos, you know, go for it, mate, because you clearly I'm out of business. But it is, it is what it is. And I think it's one of the things we can't stop in my opinion. And would I be upset if if I would realize that something no, I would not be because it's natural. I'm I'm just the create I've got I've got as much creativity I, I can have and I can be better and better by learning. And I get what you're saying that, you know, it's getting to the point of look realistic and this and that. But I believe, strong belief, and I've seen so many different creation of AI and like art creation and stuff. And they are beautiful. But I will tell you one thing that will ever, ever, at least for now, maybe in the future, give a couple of years, obviously technology going so fast ahead that it might change within a year, two years. But I think you can still see a difference a little bit. You can see that human touch between different arts. And that's my opinion. And that's how I've seen it so far. And, you know, on the dad, I'm pretty sure you you will go find two different pictures and show it to me. I might be wrong, and I might actually said that the one who's which ain't been done by AI is done by human. Fair enough, but at the same time, I think the creativity there it's still on the human side, and I will support that. So, right? Do either of you know how they work? Like, do they just pull elements from other artwork, or do they create? I, I think it's working a little bit of both. They take in, if mm-hmm. I'm correct, they take in the image that they they're looking for. They this sort of example of that, and they trying to manipulate that but and in 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 add up to the existing uh picture that they're looking for um it's like kind of like a a, a deep fake um if you, either you know what a deep fake is yeah. um it's where you can uh someone else's face or whatever um i've seen it used to make uh the show breaking bad look like pixar and all it is is taking all these images, let's just say like a, a, a deep fake that would make Troj look like Tom Cruise. That'd be a step down, uh, wouldn't it? 
anyway, you would have to pull from all different angles of Tom Cruise and then also map uh, all the different expressions from Troj to get it to look flawless. Now, the problem with, uh, and to to expand on this, what Cubsy was saying, is there you, you can still tell. There's always been this thing in uh, filmmaking called the, or CGI called the Uncanny Valley, where you, it just, something looks off uh, to your eye. Uh, they're trying to do de-aging and stuff with movies and things like that to where it just, it's it's off. There's something about it that's off. With the stuff that I've toyed around with, with ChatGPT and uh, MidJourney and different things like that, it still looks off. Uh, ChatGPT tends to repeat a lot. Uh, and then uh, there's just things you can notice about artwork that you're like, mm, that looks yeah. computer generated. Which it and you know I'm guessing as uh, going back to originally what we said that it's not simple thing by putting two three words and it getting beautiful picture it's getting correct description and what you want and stuff but you're right because when it's taking an image or like reference it doesn't have doesn't have the reference of mapped of all objects you've got just the reference of the flat object flat picture of it which obviously when it starts to get into any sort of dimensions and stuff like that. That's where you can start to feeling that it's off. It's a little bit different. It's not working as well. And that's what I found. And that's why I think due to creativity, yes, maybe if you'll put someone great, uh, someone who's very talented and put behind us. There's, I don't know if I think is, uh, you've heard, um, Josh, you will hear because it's closer to your area, Jazza. Yes. Did you hear? Yeah. You, you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. Jazza is the guy who's uh, doing the art, and he actually done a couple of of them. And even the guy who is extremely talented, and you know he he's got so much talent into drawing, painting, doing everything art related. His stuff looked good, but still, even if you used the AI filters and stuff like that, it wasn't still perfect. And you could tell difference that it's it's not something that would be drawn by human hands. And there are things that the those programs still get wrong, like an eye that's. Uh just off or a hand with too many fingers, things like that. Which I can say, the artist can sleep, uh, you know, safe. They, there's nothing to, to worry about, at least for the next couple of years. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's probably true, sort of bringing it back to content creation. Now, you can go into that chat program, whatever it's called. Sorry, I can't keep, I can't remember what it's called at this time of night. Um, that's GPT. Thank you. You can still get a script that might be a good video but it still requires you to make it. Just because you've got a script that is a good script doesn't mean you can make a good video from it, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. As we know, you know, the three of us here have been at this for, what, two, three years now, and we're still learning the process. So someone's going to come along and pick up this script. They're going to be at the start of their content creation journey. It may still be a terrible video. It may not. Yeah, of course. It may not it's perform. like we're footballers. Give the best shoes to a to, to terrible footballer. It will not make him Ronaldo. You know, at the end of the day, it's as that, and and you're right. You know, you 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 can. It's a tool. That's why we said that many times, and I think that's the main main conclusion from this. AI is a fantastic tool if it's used correctly, and you, you learn how to use it. And yeah, it can be helpful for everybody. You know, they. I remember when the first time coming back to editing, when the first time I was doing one of the edits, and I was trying to do the text on the video and stuff it took me ages because i was doing everything manually and one by one to the point i was like this is too much this is too much and taking an extra day sitting eight hours just to do the silly uh, text and it is not always perfect there's time and stuff obviously ai that that uh, speech to text it's not perfect but it's saving so much time you're getting everything ready and you can just adjust it which is work of eight hour days it's going literally like to maybe half an hour on a long video well, no, on these podcasts using the, the AI program, it literally a third of time that it was when we first started to editing it now, it's at least saving two hours an edit easily. Yeah. Just taking the yeah. gaps and the ums out. You've still got to go and you've just got to adjust it and you've got to do your sound Yeah, of course. Levels it will not be perfect. It won't be perfect. That's right. Um, so I can't, I, I wouldn't say I could take this raw footage, drop it into that program and then we've got a, 
we've got a podcast ready to go out. So you're right, it's a tool. Yeah, because at the end of that, it's still you still need that human there to finish finish the project, finish to sort of like smooth it out and you know polish that diamond to be perfect at the end of the day. Yeah, and you know, I look, no doubt you're going to definitely have people that are going to use it and go, hey, we can go make a YouTube video now and. You know, British Widows probably and people like that that are voicing similar thoughts are probably correct. You know, you're probably going to have a lot more people coming in. Doesn't mean they're going to have success, though. That's very true. <laughs> what you found? You look like you've been searching for something. Yeah, I was what going to say, to what's, what's he found? <laughs> uh, I'm writing an outro for this episode using <laughs> <All right>. GPT. <laughs> While we're speaking, not, the, the, you know, at this point, you have to say, it's not you that are writing it. It's your AI program that <laughs> right, writes right, it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take your credits. Yeah, you, you, oh, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't think content creators are in any risk just yet of being replaced by computers not that we're any not that the three of us are massive creators we're still all learning but you know i think we've right the bigger ones are, are still safe at this time i think and as i said on twitter it's it's still just a tool the ideas the original idea the the words are still in our heads so they're they're ours we just have to guide the ai um and in the direction to go and uh it may we're inspired uh with these ideas we're just using chat gpt or midjourney or whatever to expand on our inspiration uh there is a flip side that's to all how this, though. there is a flip side and it's not content creator related and i think i think it was actually keegan's that was telling me about this because he works in the education sphere and he was mm -hmm. saying a big problem that they've got at the moment uh, students are going onto this program and saying, write me a, an assignment or whatever whatever they call it over there. And it's throwing out B plus slash A minus quality um, things. And they're running it through mm -hmm. their, their checks to do like um, plagiarism. And it's coming up as all clear. So really, yeah, I'm, right. I'm sure. Wow. Keegan, if you were well, listening was that to when I was at school, <laughs> I, I said the exact same thing. <laughs> um, so you know, there's a flip side to it. Like we're talking from the content creator thing, but you know, how comforting it will be in like eight years' time when you've got sitting down with a doctor and you're going, "Did you write your thesis or did AI yeah, write it for you?" Yeah, you come into the position right now that you need to establish what there's a good and bad AI. I'm, I can imagine, obviously. I think it will be, you can say that whatever human creates, it's even if it's creative for to serve good, as a humans, we can turn around to use it into to bad things. And a simple example of AI, you know, people, people that can be lazy and cheats because it's easier. You've got two different paths in your life. You're either grinding to go in somewhere to achieve something by learning or you're just skipping it. But then that skipping sometimes helps to go to your target quicker. Stuff like this usually catching up, and you're right. What if you have engine uh, like a architect who who skip his maths or or something else, and and because of AI help him out, and then it's coming to the point where have to build a house and a whole roof collapsing on you because he didn't calculate it correctly the weight of uh, of the materials, you know. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it is possibility, yeah. and I think we're in a, right now in a sort of like age of of this. I still consider myself maybe not the youngest generation, but the generation that are actually growing up with computers that they were developing to the point that you can do something. I remember being teenagers making a website using, uh, what is it, CC Plus or something. And, you know, they all of a different, the first coding and stuff like that to create a website, create a different stuff, obviously. And for me then, everything was like going so fast. If you didn't catch up, you didn't learn. You literally half a year later, everything changed so much. You, you didn't know. You, you know, at the beginning, you were using Flash to to for all, all of your animations and stuff like that. That's changed, and obviously, I'm guessing AI helping with that to to progress this. And mm -hmm. now we get into the point that the, the the younger people, that younger generation, they've just been given that, and it's easier to use. You not appreciate to having actually to stuff being done created for yourself. 
and it's easier to go. And even with like with YouTube creation, TikTok creation, Twitch, and where Twitch might be different, you have to put yourself physically there to be there to do that. But then would you also not say if you're using your avatar with the speech and stuff, is there not AI trying to recreate in your movements into your animated avatar, you know? Because where's the there's a line between it is actually just a software or is the avatar just to try to catch it up and to recreate it? And obviously, people getting, you know, I'm not going to lie. If someone will give me now tools saying, it's like, listen, that AI uh, generator will give you right answers to your next episode, to your next content and stuff like that. I'll be like, yeah, bring it on. I'll do it. <laughs> and each of us will do that because at the end of the day, you know, I know as our human nature, you will try to tweak it into your style, to your thing and stuff like that. But still... It's a useful tool that it's a question how we will use it right or wrong. That's a really good point. And that's sort of heralding back to to what I said at the start, you know, even before we got into the AI thing, schematics, people going and stealing them and using them as passing off their own builds. So you're right. Anything that is created with good intentions is going to be misused in some way by someone for their own benefit. Oh, definitely. So do we not pursue that? just for that sake or do we just accept that that is going to happen and well, I, 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 I love what you said like what do we do because at the end of the day it's if you will turn around now and says like no nah, i'm not using this you can't do anything you just stop you just go go sit down on your sofa turn over put, put the fire on don't even switch your tv because my recognize your ai might can recognize what you're watching and start <laughs> to send you adverts at the end of the day right and you just need to adapt. The world's changing all the time. The computer software's changing. Everything around us changing. We just have to adapt. We need to adapt and just make sure we're using it in the correct way. Right. And giving you know credit where credit is due and fair use. I, I kind of wonder, will fair use rules change with this technology as it, it, it gets better and better? Uh, will people have to say, you know, this content or actually have to credit chat GPT or, or, or things like that. Again, I think it would be uh, more of a simple fix to, to have it watermarked in some way. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, Troj, about, uh, you know, you went through the trouble of, of doing all these things and, you know, it's still, still my idea or you're talking about your, your content versus Bob's content. Oh yeah. Well, if I can use a hammer better than the guy next door and I can build a better house, great for me, but we've both yeah. used the hammer. And, and you know, yeah, what you're talking about, bringing back to the watermark and stuff, you can put the watermark on, on, on the art and stuff. Yeah, you can. But how often, but there's different types of AI everywhere and you can't put a watermark on everything. And this is a problem. Do We shouldn't be, because it's, it will come to the point that some people, and I know, it's, this is another, our human nature. The, the world will split into opinions of either use it or be shamed of using it. And it comes to the point that people will be, be shocked. You know, like you, straight in, you've done your intro. It was fantastic. And we're like, hey, hey, hey great job. But you know what you did? You straight like, yeah, I didn't do it. The AI did it for me, which is great. And you open about this. But there will be people who will be like, who will be trying to take that credit. And then, you know, you're right. Do, there's a coming to the point that we have to credit it that it's AI did this, or but there's no no possible because you can just lie. You can who, who will prove you that you actually whatever right. you're doing, all your content you're being contributing. You've got a YouTube has you know got these fantastic ideas on all of your videos. I'm not saying Minecraft, anything you know, podcasting, whatever. You no one will be able to prove it that it actually is your idea. Or if someone actually then find fantastic idea and did something that would be great. People can turn around and say, like, oh, yeah, AI gave it to you, you know, because I've I've typed a very similar thing and it popped in a very similar idea. And, you know, this is a very fine line. And I think we will have to learn this to, to how to deal around and not maybe overthinking sometimes. Right, because I have seen really good artists post works of art on Twitter. And you because of this AI thing and... Uh, people are calling them out saying, yeah, that was AI created. That's not you. That's not you. True artists are having to defend themselves, say, no, I spent like a hundred hours on this piece of art. This is hundred percent me. So um, you've got real actual artists trying to defend themselves 
and this is 100% my original work. I think that's a bigger problem than, you know, people coming along trying to use it for their own benefit. I think that's a bigger problem that, you know, you're getting people that do spend all that time, whether it's a content-created video or a piece of artwork, and then people start doubting that it's legitimate. You know, that's, that's I think that's a bigger problem to worry about, to be completely honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think from all, all of the all of the AI I think I think the biggest issue, as you said, and I agree with you, it's that it's will make people who are actually talented to be more demotivated to actually do that. It's not even that that you cannot compete because you can still compete, you can still good or actually to later on sit there and be like, Oh, you didn't do it and to try to defend you something that you do in most of the people, if you're doing any sort of art, you're doing any sort of creation, you're doing it because you love it. You're not doing this to, 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 to you know, people doing it for money and stuff like that. But most of the times, if you're doing something like that for money, you're also doing this for, for your pleasure, for your, because you love it. You will never do that. If you're not doing, you know, the, the problem will be you have to start defending it and it's it will just take your motivation off you and you'll just be like, oh, what's the point? What's the point even to try it? What's the point even to, you know, at the end of the day, if you're doing something and you're putting it on your social medias, you you do this for for recognition. And if that recognition is not coming there, and you start to get in some sort of backlash of of oh no, you not did it, or you didn't do it, you could not do this, you kind of start doubting yourself and think like yeah, you know what, what's the point to even do that? But again, I guess when you you're talking, say a Minecraft world, for example, sometimes people put stuff up like Spaghetti was years ago. You know, someone would still their photos and pictures and put yeah. them up and then they'd come along and post their own thing and be told that oh that's not yours so yeah. that's not an exclusive problem to to ai and it comes back that's to true, true yeah and that comes back to what right. you were saying before cubsy is if someone's going to create it another human's going to take it and use it the wrong way doesn't matter what yeah, it is. of course mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is now a human nature <laughs> exactly just if you can't do it something yourself you just put down someone else next to you who's doing it better because thinking like if you this is this is our problem and it's you know the internet trolls they you know they all over everywhere whatever you will do in your life if you're doing something right you know you could you could go ahead and you can think like if you don't if you not have enemies in your life and you someone does not criticize you you're doing something wrong Correct. And that's 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 the best way to think about it because there will be someone there who don't like it because you're doing something right. Very there's good. there's always going to be tools that will uh, that people use it properly, and then there are people that will just abuse abuse it and use it, you know, in proper ways. So with, with AI, I think it's a great tool, and we we should be using it because it's there and it will be there. It's not like it will disappear. And right. and I think what we as a as a as a this age people this this time of the people who who growing with the AI because it's not perfect yet it's still growing with us how we learning and I think what we need to make sure do and there will be perfect everyone would do but obviously life's not perfect it's to people advertise the correct way and to to be sold the right way you know explain right way to people not do it just partially and then being disappointed with it, blaming it, and then looking for any excuses to, to show it is wrong, you know, just to find the positives of it and try to elevate them instead just showing up the bad things. And I think the biggest, for me, biggest example is that the TikToks and the short videos when you're going with, coming back to the art, when you, you, you seen them typing literally this couple words and it's coming with such a beautiful things and stuff, when it's such a false, full advertising and you get someone after that, who tried to do it himself? You come into it, type two, three words, and it's like literally nothing like what they've seen before. And they start to question it. They start to thinking it's actually a bad thing. It doesn't work. Doesn't believe. And when the people come in, they start. To, and it's I think it's like it's the spiral. It's like domino effect where they come into the point that was like, no, it's impossible. It's you know, and start to criticize it to the point that it starts to be negative. And I don't think it should be negative. It should be used very positive. Yeah, I think it'll become less prevalent particularly in the let's I'll, I'll narrow my comment through to the the content creative sphere it'll become less prevalent when they start charging people to use it and I think they already are, are they, they already yeah, are not, not yes. much enough it should be straight in i think because there's and i get and i know where they're coming from because they want to attract as many people as possible to get it it's creating these two different types of people 
people who actually love it and people who will be very negative about this and will have nothing, you know, will be criticizing on any sort of, and even it will start to eventually criticize people who are using them, which is not something that we, we need. Mm. And uh, yeah, but I completely agree. As soon as they'll start charging and people will try to treat this professionally and learn to use it because they're paying for it, it will actually, you know, it will start to show in a much better effect. Yeah, correct. So are they already using, like, asking people to pay for that lineup? The the one right now, Chat Chat GPT, is is uh, currently free. Uh, sometimes I've had problems getting into it because a lot of people are using it. So I'll just say system is full. Um, See, they're but, keeping it free at the moment to get as many people in it so it can increase its right. learning, the speed at which it learns. Because oh, everyone yeah. right. puts stuff in there, it's learning from that. But the original, before Chat GPT, there was GPT-3. Now, if you go on there uh, and you're using it for commercial use, uh, yeah, you're you're going to pay. Um, I, I just barely tried it just before this podcast and it, it said uh, session expired. I hadn't even used it before, but for some reason it wouldn't let me. Uh, and then there's other things. Uh, there are other AI uh, art programs out there that uh, you only get so many credits per day, so many, uh, you can only do so many inputs per day, and then you have to come back the next day to get so many, or you can pay for more credits. Uh, so that's how they're they're trying to monetize this. But, you know, those those people that are using it at the moment, let's say incorrectly, the, like the chat GPT, the minute they start charging for that, that problem goes away for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that's true. And that would be the best thing ever because at the end of the day, it will stop that wrong usage of it. Which, But then you will find that people, people will find a different reason to complain and be negative that they have to pay for it. And okay. it's, it's always like that. But it's with everything. And eventually, but it's humans don't like change. And as soon as something changes, you have to pay and stuff like that. It starts complaining. This is wrong. This is wrong. But eventually we're forgetting and we're getting used to it. And, and I think it's kind of like a is the thing that we need to go through and we just need to be patient to, to get to the point that AI is actually really good. Maybe then we'll be too late and will they take over all humanity, which we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's funny, I saw yeah. someone posted a, I think it was a Dilbert cartoon today on Twitter and someone had asked ChatGPT, what are humans? And it, it, the, first the first response was, humans are meat that eat other meat. And the second one was also an adequate organic power source I was like, mm. oh wow <laughs> oh boy That's interesting yeah here we go matrix it started go. <laughs> yeah. uh, i also asked it to to write me some titles <laughs> oh here we go nice uh Lovely. number one ai creators lever leveraging artificial intelligence for youtube content the future of youtube how ai is changing the game oh nice. i like that, that I like, that's very that's very catchy yeah Clickbait, definitely. <laughs> uh, creating with code. A look into using artificial intelligence for YouTube content creation. <laughs> so the, it's coming up with some good ones. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, here's a, here's one. Smart content. A podcast on the use of artificial intelligence in YouTube video creation. Well, just to say, because obviously I didn't use that for a very long time. It, 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 is that coming from ChatGPT? Yes. Um, oh, and then the last... and what did you what did you just let you ask it to write some <laughs> uh, titles for your what did you how did you how did you come across that how difficult it was to get that uh, write me a podcast write me podcast title ideas talking about the use of AI for content creation on YouTube okay. uh, the last one last one I really like AI creativity exploring the use of artificial intelligence on YouTube content production that's good I like that's that good. one. That might be the yeah, title yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> be careful, Mino. Oh, another thing that we swear to defeat, right? Eh? And be then I got careful. I may replace you in the podcast with Chat GPT if you're not careful. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> At least uh, it won't. You know, it won't need coffee. <laughs> uh, it comes pre-scripted. That's for sure. It comes pre-scripted. <laughs> And then, and then I've got the uh, the outro. If we want to include that, go for yeah, it. Yeah, of course, go for it. Okay, so thank you again for tuning into Minecraft Lab. Uh, 
we hope you have enjoyed the episode and found it helpful. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, please visit our website at minecraftlabpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us next time for Minecraft Tips and Tricks. Have a great day and happy building. Oh, that was AI also. Yeah, I just, just barely wrote that. No, I didn't write it. Chad GPT wrote that. Yeah, you just you can always say it's you still because you can say that you told the AI to do it, which technically you kind of like between you actually there, you know? And you still <laughs> had to throw in the right words to make it actually fit. So there you Yes, go. I did. Yes, yeah, I there did. There you go. You oh. you've poured yourself. It's well done, Miner. You did that. Good job. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> well, this has been Minecraft Lab, and uh, this is just me off the top of my head, which sometimes doesn't work very good. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, I've been Minor Thoughts, and we've got we've had the Trojan awesome guest Cubsy. Uh, loved your input. Cubsy, take anytime. Cubsy, take subject. the opportunity to tell the listeners where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me, to be fair. I'll do some self-advertising right now here. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and on YouTube. Technically, you've got two channels on YouTube. One is called Cubsy, and the other one is Blind Cubsy. And obviously, I'm streaming every single week, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday on Twitch. Which, But mainly, you can find me on Discord, on our interim Discord, which I'm pretty sure you'll find the link down below in the comments. Cubsy, thank you for joining us. I know it was very yeah. last second, but thank you for joining I know, us. No pleasure. You can, you can call me anytime, and I'll be there. <laughs> Count on that. And Miner, obviously always a pleasure talking to you, having your input. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> sometimes... He's, sometimes he's writing a new script, that's what it is. Yeah, he's like, sometimes I can't, like yeah. yeah. Next sometimes episode, I can't think <laughs> next time on Interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I can't think straight uh, without the uh, influence of coffee. So uh, I've got ChatGPT now. <laughs> <laughs>